Welcome back to Money with Mac and G. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. 2021 is officially over, and it's time to think about 2022. The kids got slammed this last week, so I'm here on my own. We started off the year with our budget. Absolutely important to hit a goal by having a plan. The first step is to figure out what you want and put that resolution in place. I am so excited about being in 2022. I can't even tell you. My friends and I are talking about our new battle cry. 2022 is our year. It's got to be better than the torment we went through in 2020 and 2021. It's fantastic to think that 2021 is over and it feels very good to put it behind me and now look forward. Now, a business associate's father just passed away this past weekend. It's been on my mind and made me think about a lot of stuff, especially with COVID. Sidney Poitier and Bob Saget also died today. It made me think about the great things I've been going to do this upcoming year and not wait. And after the funeral today, it made me think about the loss of someone who most of us knew in one way or another at the end of 2021. Yes, it was December 31st, and her name is Betty White. What a way to say goodbye to last year, and I think hello to the start of what I believe is going to be a great year. I think parts of her story are very interesting, and there is some good money stuff in here too. So, she was a little over two weeks away from turning 100 years old, which is amazing, because I always thought of her as an energetic person, not old. She was born on January 17, 1922, and from all accounts, she was living up to her authentic self. I didn't know she was born near where we used to live in Chicago, and it was called Oak Park, Illinois. Shortly thereafter, she and the family moved to L.A., but at the time, you made less than 66 cents an hour, which meant less than $30 per week. Did you hear that? A dozen eggs were around 50 cents, and a woman could buy a dress anywhere from a dollar to a dollar fifty. Isn't that nuts? You need a lot more than that now. And if you're following me, that stuff takes more dollars in the future than it does now. So it's always good to make sure your money is growing for you. Now, at first, Betty wanted to be a forest ranger, but women weren't allowed to do that. Really? They weren't allowed to do it? I don't know if they ran you off with a gun or just threw your application in the trash, but it wasn't happening. So she played a role in a high school production and voila, she discovered acting. It was the 30s and she was alive when the stock market crashed and made it through the Great Depression. Her dad actually made crystal radios, whatever those are, and exchanged those for other goods, sometimes even dogs. It was like creating his own currency, kind of like Bitcoin. And in 1939, around the time Betty, which is her real name and not a shortened version of Elizabeth, was 17 years old, she accidentally appeared on television. She sang at her high school graduation and was one of two students chosen to be part of an experimental television transmission. Almost sounds like the start of a good Marvel movie, doesn't it? Okay, does anyone know when TV was actually invented? I'll give you a second to think about it. Do, 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 Okay, I found out it was 1927, but it had earlier origins from various different areas because it was complicated and they all had to be brought together. 
talk about a story. But think about it. It created brand new industries. It actually burst onto the scene in the 40s and 50s. Color TV in the 60s, cable TV in the 70s, VCRs in the 80s. These were all big industries. Now we're doing Netflix, which is worth over $200 billion. Hulu is pushing $20 billion. And ESPN is $50 billion or so. Now, without TV, they wouldn't even exist. Now, things can change quickly and fortunes can be made, which is a great lesson to learn. But Betty did this experimental transmission and it appears it was in a building and it was transmitted through a whopping six floors of the building. She was there at the beginning and that was considered an accident. She drove a supply truck to the military supply stores, or the PX, around Hollywood Hills during World War II. After the war ended, she went to movie studios to be an actress and was turned down because, get this, she was not photogenic. She took a radio job because she really didn't have to worry about being photogenic then, right? However, in 1949, she got a gig on a new game show called Grab Your Phone. They wanted you to call into the show to answer questions for money. There were four ladies who each had a phone in front of them. She was one of the four. A guy by the name of Wes Battersea would ask a question to the audience, and the ladies on the panel would grab the phone as people called in. They were giving away $5 to each person who answered correctly, and she got paid $20 per week to do the show because she bantered with the host, Wes. She was a natural, and she was asked not to disclose her salary because the other three ladies were only getting $10 per week, supposedly. But it opened doors. She was recognized for the famous sitcom The Mary Tyler Moore Show and won Emmys. But she was also called the first lady of game shows because she was on so many of them. She was witty, beautiful, had a great smile, had incredible comedic timing, and was fun to watch. Do you remember It's Your Bet, Hollywood Squares, Family Feud, What's My Line, To Tell the Truth, Liar's Club, Tattle Tales, The Price is Right, Chain Letter, Make the Connection, and many, many more. She had over 120 credits to her name, spanned eight decades, that's right, 80 years, and she was the oldest person to host Saturday Night Live at 88 years old. She was well known for being on Golden Girls, too. Her name was Rose, and she was known for telling the most ridiculous stories from the fake Midwestern town, St. Olaf, and her Scandinavian heritage. On the show, they lived in Miami, but the actual house was in and filmed in Brentwood, California. It sold in 2020 for a million bucks over its $3 million asking price. Yes, that's $4 million. But the show was a huge hit with many accolades, awards, and above all, laughs. Even after the show ended, she was paid an estimated $3 million a year just for the reruns. Her net worth at her time of death was around $75 million. Not bad for someone who was earning $20 per week, picking up phones, and accidentally getting introduced to television. If you haven't thought about it, make 2022 your year. It's the time to be like the animal in the Lunar Chinese Calendar New Year, the Water Tiger, who is associated with strength and bravery. 
I've committed myself to do three triathlons this year and get out and travel at least three times while knocking off a couple items off my bucket list. Thank you, Sydney, Bob, and Betty. I'm going to make sure that Betty White is proud of me and I'm going to make my New Year's resolutions come true. Join me and commit to a goal and get your plan together. Because remember, a goal without a plan is only a wish. Here's to 2022. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week for more Money with Mac and G. Bye!